Hello, and welcome to another episode of Mets Cross Pod. I'm Tracy from UK Mets Online. I'm joined by Joe. Hello, hello. Joe. Hello, hello. And Les. Hello, Les. Hello, hello, everyone. How are we all tonight? Excited still? Yes. Yeah. Uh, totally buzzing with all the action at Mets. Mets head HQ. Yeah. When's the season mm. start? <laughs> Not soon enough. You've, you've got a little bit of wait, Joe. <laughs> it's just cruel, isn't it? Yeah, it's it like is. They're getting your Christmas presents, but not like to open them until April. Oh, exactly. <laughs> that is a perfect metaphor. That is exactly what it's like. Oh, dear. Well, um, for those that don't know, we are recording the day after the Steve Cohen and Sandy Alderson introductory press conference. Um, guys, we've got a new owner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We need well, a, port, we'll a, port, a cork popping sound, don't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, what, what were your guys' takeaways from um, the press conference? I'll start with you, Les. Uh, I think the, the management structure and the way the team's going to be run, uh, it seems it's going to be like a very 21st century uh, management style. Uh, they're going to take opinions from anywhere in the organisation. Yeah, uh, going to run the organisation properly. There's going to be proper uh, reporting through like Sandy up to, right up to the man, up to the ownership. Uh, I think it's the the professional level that the organisation is going to be run is a big change here. Plus, as well, he's he's mentioned about uh, not necessarily spending money for money's sake. So we're obviously going to keep developing players and then maybe dip into the free agent market and get a big signings for the for what we can't develop or what we need the team needs. Yeah, um, I don't know if you know what Sandy Alderson said on his, but he said um, to use a Scott Boras analogy, um, we're going to have the meat and potatoes of the team, which is like your everyday standard guys that we're going to work hard to make better. But I'm also going to be shopping in the gourmet aisle. <laughs> <laughs> well, it makes a change from the bargain basement we've been used to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and Steve made a big point of saying we're a big market team. We have to start acting like a big market team. So it's going to be a shock to the system, guys. And yes, it's, it's like music to the years uh, for for any Mets fan. For so many years, we've sort of been feeling we've been a big market team, but we've been feeling more like a middle or lower market team. Mm. So yeah, but um, Steve did pretty much refuse to talk about the Wilpons because he did used to be a minority owner of the Mets before he took majority ownership and uh, kept whenever people in the press conference were like, so what do you think of this thing that happened five years ago? And he was like, doesn't matter, the future's what matters. Yeah, exactly. I don't think there's any point in uh, going back in that stuff. I mean, uh, it was what it was, it's done, it's all gone. Uh, as far as the Wellpons ownership, I don't think it was necessarily the worst in the world. It has in, the, in recent years been terrible. Uh, but we'd have won two pennants in 15 or in, since uh, 2000. Uh, we've had a World Series appearance more recently than the Yankees. Uh, so from, 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 that, from that standpoint, I think we can maybe look at a positive, uh, in some positive light. But uh, in general, the, the fact that we haven't signed big free agents, and especially since the Bernie Madoff affair, 
uh, there hasn't really been the money there to, to yeah. do it. So, Joe, what are your thoughts? Well, I thought it was quite refreshing because you know these press conferences can suddenly be a bit. They can sometimes be a bit stale, and they're just loads of you know like they say the same old thing, don't they? But this one, it just he just seemed to be talking from the heart, and he was talking about the fans a lot, and it seemed like he's going to be willing to listen, which sounds pretty yeah, good going forwards. Because I think he said that he would rather have passionate fans than fans that weren't interested, yeah. and he's going to listen to fans because he considers Mets fans some of the most knowledgeable. Um, <laughs> for those that don't know, he did also try and take over the Dodgers a few years ago, um, but that fell through for various reasons. But um, he said he, he's glad that it, it has gone through with the Mets because he used to go to the polo grounds with his dad, and when he was in college, he used to um, sit up in the upper deck with his friends. And yeah, he's got a connection, hasn't he? Which is yeah. Good. And he, he knows the fan base, he knows the city, and he knows Queens. So, yeah, uh, definitely a, a massive plus having somebody that feels the same passion that the fans feel. And we know from Twitter club. what the well, UK and American fans are like. Everyone's quite they don't mince their words, do they? Mets fans. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no I think that he will take it quite well. He seems to have the right attitude. He was taking the mickey out of himself and the press um, yesterday when they weren't unmuting themselves quick enough. He's like, should I just stand there and do a tap dance? (laughs) (laughs) He seemed really easygoing though, didn't he? I was quite refreshed actually watching him because I've not really seen much of him before, but he seemed quite a relaxed guy. Yeah, very very laid back. That's my impression. When the analogy about Bobby Axelrod uh, came about. I sort of thought this guy's going to be so intense all the time, but mm. no, he's so laid back, and it's uh, it is refreshing to see. And uh, he he's going to let baseball people run the baseball affairs, which is yeah, yeah, again another positive for the club. But I think that's why he's hired someone like Sandy Alderson, who's been in the game for decades, mm-hmm. um, that knows his stuff, um, and both seem very passionate about rebuilding the farm system and um he said look i've got a day job at the end of the day i'm not going to walk away from my day job but i'm going to let people make their own decisions i'm not going to micromanage them but i do expect them to be able to justify decisions that they make and sandy was like yeah but if it's like a really big thing like a hundred million dollar contract i will be going to speak to Steve before I sign anything off. and he must he must be pretty good at negotiating and communicating with people to have made so much money and got to where he is now which yeah. can only can only be a good thing for us hopefully i yeah. think that came across as well in the press conference so that did how well he has a communicate as communicating mm. and sort of setting out what his plans were for the team like the big thing i took away was uh as well, what it said, three to five years a world championship. Yeah. Uh, no. Any more than that, and he'll be disappointed. Yeah. Now, <laughs> in, in sports, as we all know, like nothing ever necessarily goes exactly to plan. You can have the best players in the world; it doesn't mean you're going to win championships. Uh, but I mean, that their kind of drive and and the fact that he wants to win and he stated that he wants to win—that's going to attract players, and already seen that with Stroman. Yeah, and it will appeal to new, the New York fan base as well um, because we feel like we're a bit overdue. Well, hopefully every other team won't gig- giggle at us now. 
quite so much because we do yeah. take a bit of stick, don't we, guys? Well, we yeah. <laughs> um, Steve didn't seem to get flustered or bothered at all by the New York media, which we know can be quite fierce when they want to be. Yeah. Um, and he was just like, take, seemed to be taking his stride and just getting on with it. They yeah. tried to get him to bite, didn't they, with the A-Rod and um, J-Lo thing. They were yeah, trying to ask like, him about that. <laughs> well, who were the other bidders? <laughs> that I was great. Remember. <laughs> that was good. I, I think we'll, uh, that's maybe probably the last time we'll see him. Apart from, I, I don't know if he'll get involved with, uh, play, uh, with player presentations or anything. I suppose he probably will. Joe's favourite day. Yeah, we might see yeah. him lift the World Series. That'd be the next we'll, time. We'll see him, we'll see him hopefully, the, the trophy. But I don't think he's yep. somebody who's going to be like constantly on in the front. No, his wife is going to be very involved with the organisation as well. She's going to be taking over the running of the Mets Foundation because she does currently run his um, company's charitable foundation. So it, it sounds like it's going to be like a real family business, but not in a Wilpon way. Yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't feel like it's going to be nepotism. It feels like there's going to be actual people that have done the job before. Hmm. It'll be interesting to see what happens with uh, Louis Rojas because um, Sandy was saying that he's likely to still be manager. In 20, what was it, 2011? <laughs> <laughs> you said you were going to mention that. I know, but honestly, it had been stitches. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, can, I can see them giving him a chance. I think they're going to give him at least a year, probably. Because they'll know anyway from this first year that the, the expectation is not going to be a, uh, a championship in the first year. So he's yeah. going to get a chance to prove himself in that year. Hmm. So, I mean, after that there, then it's... Who knows? Hmm. But um, I think to an extent it, it depends on who else they bring in as like the president of baseball ops because Sandy is president of the whole team and they're having and so he's going to be doing like the day-to-day own almost like the ownership role while Steve's doing his day job um and there will be a president of baseball ops that sort of runs the team over the manager I guess is Sandy's job quite common or is it quite unique to what the Mets are doing? Is there many other people doing that kind of thing? Uh, I can't cool. think of any off the top of my head, but they probably are. Yeah. yeah I'd, I'd imagine most ownerships have been, uh, I think the Dodgers ownership's quite, uh, they have a team president that runs basically everything for the ownership, hmm. I think, as yeah. well. So. Uh, well, he did say that he liked the ethos of the Dodgers um, and that if he had to pick a team to sort of emulate, he would go probably Dodgers, but with, but he doesn't want to be like another team. He wants us to be the Mets and not try and be someone else. But I came away absolutely buzzing from the press conference. (laughs) I think the whole of Twitter was, wasn't it? Twitter was nuts. Yeah. I think it's potentially the biggest thing to happen to this club since the, the announcement of the franchise in uh, 1960. Let's hope so. Yeah. It, yeah. it really is. I really, I really do believe that this is, we could surpass the Yankees as far as New York dominance goes. No, stop it. Because we've got our own George Steinbrenner now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... Only, only slightly more likeable. 
I yeah. see the sweat. I rephrase that a lot more legible. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he's listening. He will, he will. Love you, Steve. <laughs> Love you, Steve. <laughs> well, hey, if, if, you know, you want some advice from the international fan base, where are you guys? <laughs> yep, we're uh, a massively growing front team and supporter base in the UK, so. Yeah. Ready and available for all yes. to help the Mets at yes. any point. Yes. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. (laughs) But um, I think that the reason they had the big sweeping of the board, which I think was really interesting when they got rid of like Brody, um, Omar Minaya, Alabaird, and all sort of the old guard, and and they, they said they didn't want to leave it to the new president of baseball ops to be the bad guy. When, when they used he, but I, I would hope they're considering she's as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hell yeah! Um, yeah. Well, um, I think it was always obvious that when they did come in, they were just going to clean house. I think it's the yeah. only way to go, really. Yeah, but I think that it showed a lot of character that they did it themselves and didn't mm-hmm. sort of leave it to the next guy to say, right, go on, go collect your final paycheck, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you read the Brody sort of farewell statement, but it read very <laughs> differently to Omar Minaya's. Omar Minaya was like, yeah, um, thank you to everyone in the team. Thank you to the clubhouse staff. Thank you to the gate staff. Thank you to everyone. And thank you most of all to the fans. In Brody's statement, the fans weren't mentioned at all. <laughs> he had a mixed relationship, didn't he, over his time, short time with the team. I think that shows, but the difference where the two people come from, like Omar Minaya, like he's like a, a legend of the game. He's been in the game for like uh, decades uh, as a player uh, and as an executive, uh, whereas Brody has come from the player's side as an agent. Yeah. So I think it goes to be where the difference of the people came from. Yeah. And Omar signed his off Omar from Queens, which I loved. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I wish Manaya well when well Brody. We'll see where he ends up. And yeah, I wonder what he'll do next. Interesting. Go back to being an agent. Yeah, I think or... he'll be an agent. Yeah, he'll rejoin an agency somewhere. Um, I don't know if you caught in the press conference that they said which minor league franchises they're going to be keeping. Mm. I missed that. Um, Syracuse, Brooklyn, St. Lucie, and bringing back Binghamton. Is uh, Brooklyn going to be double A? Is Brooklyn still single A? Uh, No, double A. Brooklyn's a double A. That's actually really cool. Yeah, because Sandy was saying that they will be like a long season team. So that means going up double A. Which means you'll have baseball in Brooklyn and baseball over in Queens from April right through till September. Yeah, because that's what you said. You said if you could uh, stand the wind coming off off the water, you could go and watch <laughs> it in April. Yeah. Did they end up losing two teams then? Was it because I saw something on Twitter about one of them saying, "Have we just found out we're being dumped?" Yeah, the yeah, fireflies, wasn't it in Columbia? Columbia Columbus. Fireflies. Columbia. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember the other one. <laughs> It was a Texas League team, wasn't No, not a Texas League, a Florida State League team, was there? Um, 
I'll get back to you on that one. <laughs> it's a difficult time in general, isn't it, for all those kind of teams at the moment? Yeah, no yeah. season behind them. And... The whole restructuring of the minor league thing that that was instigated by Major League Baseball, because um, I know that uh, the Yankees are also losing their New York minor league team, yeah, the Staten Island Yankees. That was yeah. a shame, actually, that Staten Island was was going, because I thought that would be a good rivalry in the Eastern League uh, mm. with, uh, with Brooklyn. Such well, a cool stadium as well, isn't it? It is. It? It's, it's a, view it's of the a city. beautiful stadium in St George. Um, and it's dead easy to get to on the um, Staten Island Ferry. Yeah, it's, it's quite, quite a fun in, little thing to go and see, isn't yeah, it? it? It's pretty much in the ferry port Yeah. Um, for those <laughs> that haven't been. And um, apparently it's going to be an Atlantic League team now, I think, I heard. Yeah, the independent leagues then, yeah. 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 And if they're looking for players, I don't mind playing there. I'm quite happy to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's a shame, um, especially with Steve going on about wanting to support the community and um, invest heavily in the community around Queens. It, it kind of leaves a bad taste that there are... I know that there has to be some teams that they... they they get rid of but it just I don't know it just doesn't feel right mm, it's a shame Maybe that's just well, the Yankees for you but well allegedly they also found out via Twitter yeah. that, um, they weren't uh, continuing as part of the Yankees organisation um, yeah but I think let's get positive again <laughs> yeah we're getting pretty yeah, negative now press conference <laughs> yeah <laughs> Steve and Sandy both sounded really positive. Sandy sounded more relaxed than I've heard him in years. Uh, well, I think that's because he's going to get to run the team and it's going to be his decision. Spend some money. Yeah. Live and die with his own decisions. Um, I, I, I say this in meaning the nicest possible way. I hope his health is good for him. Hmm. Because he, when he left the Mets, it was because he had cancer. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and I, I, he sounds like he wants to be in the organisation for a, a few years. In his words, he doesn't want to die with his boots on. Well, I think um, there'll be succession planning right from the start with the sounds of things, the way they're going to run the organisation. Yeah. So there'll be succession planning right from the outset, I would reckon. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you was heard, but the way they hooked up was quite interesting. Sandy sent Steve a memo the first time round that Steve was looking at buying the Mets, um, sort of late last year. And he sent like an eight page memo saying, this is what I believe the future of the Mets could be. And that got him a job. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I try that. Yeah. Right. So, so what would be on your memo then, Joe? What, to, to Steve? Yeah. Spend, please spend lots of money. Please buy a catcher. Please lock the Grom up somewhere and lock and hide the key so no one else can ever steal him. And, and, and the rest <laughs> of the time, put him in bubble wrap, please. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's all I asked for. Quite, quite easy. So that kind of goes on to my next question. What do you think is on Steve's Mets Christmas list? Christmas list. Go yeah. on, Les. You don't really uh, know. 
It's hard to uh, TJ Real Real Muto. I can't even say it. Real <laughs> <laughs> Muto. Yes, because somebody say it for me, please. Thank you. Uh, I think we need a catcher, definitely. Uh, yeah. Trevor Bauer, although the word is he's a bit of a pillock. <laughs> Have you read his Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> I try to avoid it. Uh, but uh, I would say whatever it is, it's going to, they're going to build around what we currently have because we've got a good core of young players in mm. and, and Alonso and uh, McNeil and so on. So they're going to build around that. Yeah. And then as the DH is staying in the National League next year, uh, we've got the potential for Dom Smith and Alonso and McNeil and whoever else in the lineup. Who time. So. <laughs> Him and us. We need Uncle Steve, as I love to call him. Um, we need we need him to slip some, some uh, slip some dollars to whoever's Manfred or whoever it is making the DH decision because that would do the Mets a lot of good, wouldn't it? If we can keep it. I, I don't want to keep it, but yes, it would do as good if we could. Yeah, just so we can have Dom. We don't want Dom See, and Pete then. I, I wouldn't Come say on, I like the DH decision. But I wasn't as mad as I was sort of at the start of the season when I was like, no, no DH, no, no. But the one one the one rule I do want to be rid of is the runner on yes. second. Yeah. Yes. Yes. May, maybe at a push from the thirteenth inning onwards. <laughs> from the nineteenth inning onwards. Yeah. <laughs> But definitely not. Ripple fingers of innings, then you can have your run on something. Oh, it's so annoying, isn't it? Because it, oh, and we never do well when something like that happens. Then the other team's got some on second straight away. It's just, oh, God, yeah. you know what's going to happen, don't you? Like, you know what? What's the point in playing nine innings to then yeah. give the other team an advantage? And I mean, yeah. get around that by winning in the nine innings, but that's not the point. Or just winning the nine innings so much, it won't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I yes. like it, Joe. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I think we definitely need an experienced offensive catcher. Mm-hmm. I think we need some more pitching. Yep. Because although Strowman has resigned, it was on Twitter today. Strowman confirmed it himself. Um, that he is coming back because there was doubts after his whole ducking out of the season because of COVID. At least said to see this mended. <laughs> um, I, what else? Yeah, I, I do think we need to sort of build around DeGrom, Noah when he's back, um, Strowman, Patance has um, used his player options, so he'll be with the team next year as well. Hopefully Peterson will do well next year too. Yeah, mm. I think for a rookie, he did really well. Yeah, he was good, wasn't he? And Diaz, hopefully, uh, yes, keeps going. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah but he he did get back on it, didn't he? Yeah, he, he, he back was, on track. Yeah, I'm convinced this time. Yeah, so third third year, hopefully a full season, proper spring training, he'll be mm. fine. Come on, Tracy, you got to believe, haven't you, Tracy? You know what they say. Yep, you have got to <laughs> believe. <laughs> You know who surprised me in the bullpen last year? Pleasantly. Mm. Familiar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, I thought, considering that he'd sort of come back almost like a bit under a cloud, and I didn't expect much, and I was pleasantly surprised. Mm. Hopefully that will continue next season too then. Yeah. 
That'd um, be good. I want to see someone with a bit of experience, doesn't have to be the best player, but like a steadying force in the clubhouse, like Todd Fraser was at the end of this year, like players like Jay Bruce have been in the past, someone to... Yes, Joe, I know you love Jay Bruce. <laughs> but those... Well, you can't see this, it's probably for the best, but Joe's sort of... Yeah. Making signals. Yeah. I, th I think you'll get a lot of that anyway, because this team's going to be so focused on winning, and the players themselves are going to be so... Uh, are, go are going to know that the ownership and management is behind them to win. Yeah. And they know that that's the goal. Like this but, isn't going to be a case of well, we'll maybe get a wild card. But I think we'll maybe... we they would benefit from the maturity mm. because relatively it's a young team. Mm. Mm. Conforto could fill that void at some point though, don't you think? Couple yeah. years maybe. Mm. I, I, I don't like his agent. <laughs> he's Who is his Scott agent? Bo he's Scott Boras' client. Oh, okay. Uh, which, which means he's probably going to go with free agency anyway. So yeah. So I I just want to see someone that that's got a good head on their shoulders to to see us through the good and the bad. Celebrate. There's no bad. Only going to be good. No, no, sorry, <laughs> my mistake. No losing streaks beyond one game. <laughs> oh God, that's what, that's what Steve was saying in the press conference. He said. There's no point in saying we want the wild card. We don't want the wild card. We want to win. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm up because for that. If you come second, you're a loser. <laughs> oh, you sound like Donald <laughs> Trump. <laughs> no, because I would concede defeat. But hey, enough politics. Let's not go that that route. Yeah, the only election we cared about was, let's face it, was Steve getting his vote from the ownership. Yes, yep. other teams. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> carry on cheers um, but I think the ethos of um, winning now but building for the future is a good one to go for because there have been times we've absolutely decimated our farm system in the past to win now and it hasn't happened I don't think you'll see that so much anymore because we, we can go out in free agency and, but, and get in the players. Yeah. Uh, so you won't see that maybe uh, come the trade deadline where you just basically got the farm system to get in a, a, a loan or a guy that's going to only be there for a few months before he hits free agency. And then we're not going to be in the market to sign him. And it'll be so. interesting to see how COVID does affect the free agency market because um, I know amongst ourselves we were talking about whether Strowman was going to re-sign because he had hit free agency. And it's like, well, he got a qualifying offer, 18 and a half million. It's not a bad pocket change. It sounds all right, doesn't it? Um, what else, what would he get elsewhere given the current market that there was no fans last year? And he didn't play either, did he, to push himself, put himself out there either, so... Exactly. It, it's like, well, and how's that going to affect the rest of the market as well? What's going to happen to, like, the JT Romotos, the Trevor Bowers, the George Springers and every other name I've heard on Twitter today that we're going to sign if you listen to the message? Well, hopefully they, hopefully they watched that press conference and thought the same as Strowman and thought, I'll have a yeah. bit of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be honest. Um. 
the other thing that I found really positive from Steve was like, if my players want to be politically active or have a cause that they are passionate about, like Black Lives Matter or anything like that, which obviously um, in last season was was a big moment for the Mets when we played the Marlins. Yeah. Um, with them putting the Black Lives Matter shirt on the mound and not playing, and but both agreeing not to play in a very adult way, because like I said, they're both quite young teams. <laughs> um, Steve has said, fine, do what you like as long as you play your nine innings between the lines. If you want to make a statement, as long as it's not an illegal statement or whatever else, <laughs> you go for it. Yeah, that's freedom, that's isn't it, enough, to express yeah. themselves? Well, there have been ownerships, GMs, managers in the past that have tried to restrict their players from making political or social activist statements. Mm-hmm. And in an age like today where... They can just go write stuff here. I'm going on Twitter. Yeah, you can't really do much about it, can you? In that sense. So, I think he's right to embrace it, um, mm-hmm. because New York and the Mets themselves are such a diverse team, such a diverse area that I think if you don't embrace it, you won't fit in. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, I that's, generally don't like mixing sports politics and things, but obviously there's plenty of charities and stuff. A lot of players have their own charities as well, so I mean, yeah. a lot of that will yeah. mix in and sort of integrate and so on. Yeah, but it it sounds like it's going to be, um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun being a Mets fan, guys. Yeah, it's at been la- at last. Yeah, it's going to be absolutely a blast, starting from. Yeah. And Opening day, twenty twenty-one. I want to see Keith on the pitch. Oh, never understood why they got rid of that, but there we go. <laughs> I never knew it existed, but I'm quite excited by the prospect now. I've known what yeah. it is. <laughs> but it, it's the fact that he's on Twitter, admittedly an unverified account at the moment. No blue tick so far. <laughs> um, but it is definitely him. Yeah. Um, and he's out there and he's actively listening to fans. That makes such a difference. It's refreshing, so isn't it? Refreshing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they're probably, they're probably sick of it after a, a while. Of it, they're really <laughs> yeah. blasting if we, if we have a five-game losing streak at the start of the season, <laughs> we'll be yeah. on them. But, you know what I mean? That's, that's... If he's such a fan, he'll be sick of the team too. <laughs> yeah. He'll be on there blasting the team yeah. <laughs> on Twitter <laughs> with the rest tweet, of us. <laughs> tweeting the players. Hey, at such and such. What Get was your that? shit together. <laughs> no, but um, he said that he's going to like look at the price of concessions to see if there's anything that they can do um, to make it more family friendly. Like, even if it's like once a week, do. Um, buy a beer, get a burger for your kids, sort of thing. Mm, get good. a burger for me. Buy a beer, get a burger for me. Oh, me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably. I, I can be the child. Joe, I'll be your child. <laughs> oh, God. We're kind of rolling over in time, guys. We want any uh, last highlighted thoughts or whatever. 
Um, and he's also said that um, he wants to make City more m more Mets, not not. Yeah, less Brooklyn and more New York or more yeah. Queens. Yeah. yeah. So, what do you think is is the one thing that you're going to take away from that press conference, Joe? Oh my God, that he's going to listen to us because. We really know what we're talking about. Fans. Well, uh, us, 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 yeah, yeah, but us too. Yeah. Les, <laughs> what about you? I, I think the, the management structure of the franchise from the top down, the fact that it's going to be run like a proper uh, business, a proper team, proper sports team. Yeah, uh, what professional sports team run like a professional sports team? <laughs> uh, rather than these sort of mad. Yeah. This, the way, well, uh, interference we're going to take a leaf out of Steve's book not worry about the past. No, no, we're going forward. Yeah. Absolutely. For me, it's the fact that they're, they're all in. They, they want to win and they're prepared to put the money in and the time in be it to pay the right president of baseball ops to pay the right free agent to get the right staff in to get the right physios and all the rest of it in because he did mention our players getting injured a lot um, and having the right support staff to make the team run like a professional organization and putting the money in to do that and, and wanting to win I think we just just finish on the word win win win. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna win. Yeah, we're gonna win. We're gonna win. <laughs> we're gonna very confident. Win. <laughs> yes. So let's go, Mets. Yeah. Um, I know we have said this in the past, but we are going to be back more regularly next season if it's yeah. a bit more of a normal season. Uh, a bit of a less COVID world, maybe. Yeah. Hopefully sort of this time next year we would have all had our vaccines and all be able to go go see our Metsies and I hope so. I hope so. Yep. <laughs> New York we've missed you. Indeed. We're coming we're coming back. <laughs> we certainly are. Um if you want to find us you can find us on Twitter at UK Mets Online and if you look on there, even if you're not a member on Twitter, you will see all of our Twitter IDs, our website, our Facebook, our everything. Our beautiful faces. Our beautiful yeah. faces. And, <laughs> yeah. Check out. Yeah. Um, and I think our next podcast will probably be in a few weeks after winter meetings. Sounds and we like will have we'll signed half of Major League Baseball's free agency by then. <laughs> <laughs> Um, virtual, it'll all be online this year, I think, the winter meetings because of the whole COVID situation. Um, but we hope you are well, we hope you're safe. If you're in lockdown, wherever you are, that you're not going too mad. <laughs> and um, we'll speak to you next time. Let's go, Mets. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye.